this little button. No, I thought I know. I just, um, is there, what else? Does it? Um, okay, I totally can't tell. Oh. I'm deaf. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think, and I was, I was checking the one at the podium, too. That's very good. And is the system on? Yeah. That's what it, not yet. Oh, okay. That's weird. Let's make sure none of them are actually muted instead. But yeah, it's just not working. It's not working. Why? No, just kidding. I mean, I would not be surprised. Test, test. Test, test. I'm doing great. So I feel most, most beastie boy of all of us. They actually went to my friend's high school. Are you, we are you a diamond? Test, test, you test. Is there a code? No. Uh, but I'll pretend and say yes. I feel diamond too. I love so much. He's my uncle. The uncle Neil. Did you get a haircut? I got a ball cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't know. Did I get a haircut? You're two years younger. Wait till I shave. I'm freaking 60 in two days. There we go. Yeah, that's <laughs> you, oh, you pushed that over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's magic. Testing. It's working. I put them all very close. Hello? I moved mine around all the time. Yeah. Oh, did you change your hair or something? Nope, just wearing it down today. Did you change yours? You did. A little shorter. Dude. I'm actually planning to get like one of those bald shavers. So I just curly. Go, I'm just going to go smooth it now. It is so curly. Yeah, thank you. Look at that. Um, I do like the hand towels one that you like put your hands in and you just yeah. do like this. Yeah, do we have, oh, let me, I'm going to take it next level's time finally. I used to work do I need side. a passcode? You shouldn't. 7800. Oh. 800? 7800. I guessed it. Totally guessed it. It was oh, my third guess. Yeah. It worked. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Hello. Good. I know I didn't realize I needed passports either, so I saw it and I was like, oh. What is this? Oh, yeah. Our last meeting. Oh, yeah. This might be an issue. Do you have this loaded on yours? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All the days. Oh, very true. My favorite songs. Well, this was singing. Except it was singing. Uh, hey, Heather, can you come help me with this? I was doing the George Michael huh? reaction. Can you come help me with this? Gives, sure. gives credit to Maybe. Jagger. Oh, I forgot to turn it on. Okay. Oh, um, that would help, too. Do you need I'm to like, download software? Is that a whole thing? It should already be on whatever computer that you guys are using. I know, it's usually on Jamie's, though, not mine. How come the, I, I don't see the our agenda on here. Yeah, you went to go find it. It should be the first thing that comes up. It's, it's not. It's, it's not September twentieth, right? Um, October eighteenth. Eighteenth. Is that Tony? Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that data. Um, I think the clock's a little fast, but we can. Yeah, it was working. We can start. Okay, we're going to start the meeting then. Okay, good evening and welcome to tonight's meeting of the Design Review Committee. 
Uh, Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? Member Cormain? Member Kiesel? Here. Member Grodin? Here. Vice Chair Tomasello? Here. Chair Antelman? Here. We have a quorum. Okay. Uh, this is a time we set aside for, the pu for public communication. Is there anybody that would like to speak to the commission uh, on anything other than what's on our agenda? I have no public co comment. Okay, next we're gonna move to a consent item, number one, approval design review committee, September 20th, 2023 meeting minutes. Uh, we need a, a motion of approval in a second, uh, but if there's corrections, we need those first. I'll move to approve. September 20th minutes. I will second. Member Cormain? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries. Okay. Uh, item number two, this is project 230377. 278 East Main Street, major design review. Uh, has anyone had any ex parte communications on this project that we need to know about? Okay, seeing none, uh, staff, could you please make your presentation? Good evening. As the current item on the agenda is a request for design review for front and rear facade changes to an existing building at 278 East Main Street. And of course, over here, pardon me. So the project site's located at the southwest corner of Main and North Palm Street. Um, there was a preliminary review of the project and the site, uh, pardon me, uh, there was a preliminary review completed by Historic Resources Group for the site. Um, as it's a historic district, the Mission compound site, um, and the structure itself was constructed in 1907. Um, it was determined through that review that the building is not likely considered a historic resource under the downtown specific plan because it's not identified as a historic landmark or historic port of interest. It's not contiguous to a lot containing a historic landmark or historic point of interest. And it's not specifically identified in the Mission San Buenaventura and Mission compound site. And finally, it's already been extensively altered. So the zoning for the property is T6.1 or urban core within the downtown specific plan and nearby and adjacent uses include a mixture of retail and dining establishments. And so as you can tell, this is an old picture because there are cars parked out front. Um, this is from 2019, um, but reflects basically the current state of the um, block. Uh, it features a mixture of stuccoed and brick exteriors with windowed storefronts, um, just like the project site, and many of these have been extensively altered over the years. So here are the proposed site and floor plans. The proposed project will enclose the open patio area off of Main Street, uh, the main facade there, replacing the arched openings with a windowed storefront, and the interior of the building will be remodeled as well. So here we have the existing and proposed north elevations, which are a bit hard to see here, I apologize. Uh, so the proposed changes to the primary facade include removal of the non-original cement plaster cladding and decorative moldings to expose the original brick, 
replacement of the non-original clay tile shed roof with a new standing seam metal roof, replacement of the non-original arched openings with the new storefront system, and future installation of a wall-mounted sign, um, but that'll be under a separate permit. And so here you have the existing and proposed south elevations. Um, those proposed changes would include conversion of a single door to a double door, removal of brick infill from a window opening to accommodate a new window, and replacement of another existing window. So here we have a photo of the um, structure as it appears today, and then a rendering of the proposed front facade. And so, as previously mentioned, the project sites within that T6.1 are urban core zone within the downtown specific plan. Thus, in addition to general design guidelines, DTSP design guidelines would apply. And um, as detailed in the staff report, staff believes the design of the proposed project adequately meets the applicable design guidelines specified in the slide above and further detailed within that staff report. So, uh, staff rec recommends that the design review committee recommend the, um, I'm so sorry, it says planning commission there and it should not. Um, staff recommends that a design review committee recommend that the director approve the design review with recommendations on uh, any design or architectural features as desired. And I'll just jump in and say that for all of our recommendations, they're actually, um, that we recommend that the design review committee recommend the reviewing body approve the design review with recommendations, et cetera. This way, whatever that reviewing body is, it applies to that. And you'll see that in your staff report as well. Thanks. Okay, do any members of the commission have any uh, questions of staff concerning this project? If not, is the applicant present? Um, they are available for questions. Um, as I understand, they do not have a presentation of their own. Okay. Uh, do we have any questions? If we do, let's have them come up. I have questions, so will you come up? It's on. Oh, no. So the brick, the brick is an original, right? And then you're going to take it back to that. What are you going to do if you can't get this, the applied stucco off of it? We'll probably have to stick with the original, with the stucco that's there now. Mm -hmm. So you'll have to stick with it? I mean, if, if it's going to start damaging the building to a point where it's going to compromise it, then we'd probably stick. Stick with the stucco that's there. So it won't necessarily look like that. I mean, that's the intent. That's the intent, right. Yeah. But, you, but if you get to a certain point, you're going to have to call, call that a day and then move on to yeah. uh, keep it back at stucco. So there's a possibility where there's brick, it'll be stucco. Correct. Okay. You're not going to be able to answer this, but, or maybe you will, because um, this is more for your architect. There's lights on on the front facade. Are what are those? are just part of the, the elevation but I think the lighting will come with the sign um, so when we submit that there'll be some sort of light l lighting the sign. Thanks. Okay so the, what appears to be down lights that aren't there really won't be there at all. Correct. This is some some random thing on the on it on the rendering. Correct. Okay. Um, oh, I think that's it for me. Well, we didn't have a presentation from the applicant. Yeah, this, the, that, that was it. Oh, you're not it, it was, it was zero. Yeah. 
So that's why I went. I, am I out of order? No. Okay. I don't know. That's all my questions. Thanks. I have a quick question, just about the brick. Do you know, you did, is there a brick inside that that's how you know what the color of the brick is? We, we did a little investigation work on the inside of the, uh, the facade, so there is brick there. And both walls inside the building are brick as well. Is it just like your classic red, or is it's it? The red it's okay, because I know like I was just walking down there yeah. to, earlier today, and I know so, you know, one of the buildings down the way had that kind of more kind of brownish. No, this one's red, brick. Okay. Are you going to have any seismic issues? Um, that column that we're removing is non-structural, um, but we do have a voluntary structural upgrade that's working its way through the plan check. Uh, yeah, I doubt there's any reinforcement. In yeah, that. It's, it's an old building, and it's, it's definitely the time to change. Although it's got, it's got a pretty, re that's a, the Taqueria one is pretty recent. Upgrade it might have seismic, so the rear will also go back to the original brick, taking out the old window and and putting in what was once there. Or and that is already taken. That is brick. That is brick, and it still stays brick except for the infill of that window, right? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Are are there portions of the facade that you have to replace with a new brick? or a new brick veneer or anything like that? And is that anticipated? That's not the intent. Um, I think if, if we got to a point where we were moving the stucco and it was damaging the brick, we would just go back with what you basically see there, but squared off. Um, so that column would still remove, and what you're seeing there wouldn't be brick, it would be the white stucco. And if I may, if there was a situation where that happened, where they would need to change the design, they would need to come back in and let us know, and we would work on updating the design so it wouldn't just be a free-form situation in the field. It would be in concert with working with the city on an updated option for them, only if that came up in the, yeah. in the field. Or not, because we don't follow up very well on our uh, making sure they follow plans. But, okay. Um. You're, you're part of uh, several suites within the same building. Correct. So when you take your stucco off, what happens to the stucco next door? How are you um, alleviating the... Because now, is it in the same plane currently? It, it is the same plane, so there will be some sort of transition. I don't, I don't know exactly what that will look like, but... building and the one to the left and the one to the right. It would seem you'd have to put in, insert some kind of metal stop just to... Well, they're, they're abutted to each other, yeah. so it, it is... I don't, there's not going to be a gap. It just will have a different... Any uh, landscaping issues? Yeah, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Shock, no, okay. <laughs> I, you could imagine maybe a rectangular planter along on the bottom of the window. Maybe I, I'm sure you guys might want to add that. What, have you guys thought much to, uh, two questions, I guess, related to that. Have you guys thought much of, okay, if I, I hear you on if we can't do expose the brick, we have to keep the stucco. Have you considered any other kind of um, siding? Another would just be to get a brick veneer. Okay. Like a, 
Or what, what about like uh, any kind of old, you know, because like, you know, kind of the classic barbecue, yeah. old style house is like that kind of repurposed wood. You can yeah. imagine that or maybe like some kind of a steel or Corten steel or something like that kind of. Possibly. More, oh, yeah. Okay. And then any thought to uh, kind of outdoor? Uh, are you are you guys gonna? We, you guys have to rent it out right now, right, for the streetscape area for extending your patio. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So it, on the back side of this building, mm -hmm. there's right now it's a little. Uh, I wouldn't call it a patio. It's like a passageway. Mm -hmm. um, so we do have approved plans to turn that into a patio. Um, oh. So that's going to become like cobblestone pavers, and there'll be some landscaping back there. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing the work to the rear facade as well. We're, we're adding a window that was enclosed, and we're opening the, um, making the door a little bit larger. Um, so the guests can sit out there. Oh, I see. So you got like, it's like a 12-foot wide narrow patio correct I assume that you guys but that's not part of this that's not part of this that, that right. didn't go through DRC that will be developed at the same time as this mm. I think is it, are, are when they're doing these things or would we typically be seeing these kind of the, the patio areas is that part or is that just always something that they're going to do after the fact um, so they were just separate applications, and the okay. level of review for that patio didn't rise to a DRC Or, or even the, the one in the, within the uh, streetscape, within the street area. I know the city is working on new regulations on how that works. I don't believe that will go to DRC at this point. Yeah, that's kind of internal review by, with the city kind of... I, I was just curious because we never seen are, them before. The ones that are there now have it, and I think in right. the future they're working on a new process, and I, I don't believe it includes DRC. Yeah. I mean, from our perspective, it would be nice to see it all if we, you know, I think that would be nice. But um, I, I understand that could be something coming down. That's it for me. Thank you. They're considered, considered temporary structures. They're not permanent when they... Right now, yeah. Any um, other questions? I, I didn't quite catch it, but just to clarify again, the, the lighting is not currently proposed or is not feasible in that facade? That's when we'll have some sort of lightage, lighting. <coughs> okay, and that was the second follow-up question. The the signage is not part of this proposal that's, that's either. Okay. Okay. If there's no further questions, I'm going to open the public hearing. Does uh, anyone wish to speak about this project? I have no comment. Public comment cards. Okay, then I'm going to close the public hearing. Okay, DRC, time to deliberate. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll start. Um, I think what uh, committee member Cormain brought up about the edge, where, like, how, how they're going to take the, the plaster off is going to have to probably be like a saw cut. And then there is most likely going to have to be an edge uh, where the transition of materials, and that will, that will be something that is on, on the front facade. I, I would have really liked to see uh, what was proposed for that because I'm kind of thinking that they're not going to just cut it and leave it. It seems like that should have been part of what we get to see. Uh, overall, I'm okay with the project. I'd like to see it move forward, get it occupied, and taking it, taking it back 
to more what probably what it even was before the Taqueria. Um, I, I think the project, you know, it, it's fine. I don't think it needs landscaping on Main Street. Um, I think that that is dealt with through our street tree system, and to put uh, landscape on it, it's not for me. It's not needed. So I'm I'm in favor of approving the project, but I do wish that we uh, saw that that edge. And I hopefully, if you are not successful that we do get to see it what you do propose because the suggestion of wood or corten steel or some other facade those are all acceptable but it would be something that would be nice to be able to see would you be comfortable if the community uh, uh, development director made that final review on the edge no not really but i would uh, that's okay Not that I don't trust the community development director, I do trust her, but it, it, I think that that is a design review um, item that we should see because that, is the, that would be the facade, right? We're taking away the brick and adding, let's say, let's say Corton, but that would, which would be beautiful, but uh, the way it is and how, if they can achieve what they're showing us, then I'm fine with the project the way it is. Any other comments? Uh, no, I, I agree with all of the comments that committee member um, uh, mentioned, but um, I, I just I, I'm curious if we could, in our motion, uh, recommend that if it does change, that it that it come back, or if once that information is provided, if we can somehow receive that information. Okay, somehow we're going to need to word that. Well, sounds like we're going to have a motion of approval with uh, some stipulations. Is there an issue for us? Oh, I was asking about what his request was. Okay. Um, can I get the request clarified? Yeah. If in our motion, if we, if we, um, you know, either conditioned or requested that if the design changes um, due to the field conditions that it come back to DRC at that time? Is that possible? Standard procedure. If generally our procedure is that if there are significant changes to the design that it would go back through for an amendment so it would come back to DRC and then that reviewing body ultimately. You know, the only other option we have a continuance and have them come back again, and I don't think no. we want to do Which that. I don't think is necessary. I, I don't. I don't. Really I don't want to continue it. Let, yeah. Let's move them forward as fast as we can. But if they do run into a situation um, that a field condition, I agree with uh, committee member Tomasello that we do bring them back if if it's an issue, and hopefully that you can keep going with your interior and get it ready and get it close. Perhaps you could tie it to the brick itself and say, should the project not be able to expose the brick as um, identified in the plans, that the project uh, receive a, an amendment to their approval that comes back to DRC and to the final reviewing authority? And this way it's specifically tied to the brick versus if there's some, you know, yeah. like mullion change, it's not coming back to you. Okay. Thank you. Do we, did, can one of the committee members point me to where, where the, where
where the uh, window, where the windows are? I don't see them. It's, it says new steel header, storefront. It's just a storefront. I'm assuming it's a. It's probably just an aluminum storefront, which is fine. Operable storefront system. Operable so storefront. Like that doesn't tell like me much. That wall. really doesn't tell me that much. I mean, yeah, sure, great. It's operable. Um, it should say what it is in there. Uh, it, it doesn't. Uh, I, I'm going to trust just trust the renderings and uh, the architect. Yeah, it's uh, that's okay. Well, I think we're all pretty comfortable with this project, so we we need a motion. Yeah. A so yeah, I'm comfortable with it. I'll make a motion. I'd like to make a motion to approve the project as designed and. If field conditions exist that the brick is no longer feasible and it will become a different material on the facade that it comes back for our review. Just a clarifying point. Front facade only. Front facade only, but if they do some exploratory work and determine that it will remain stucco as is, do you still want it to come back if they leave everything stucco and design the rest as shown? Or is it just if they want to go from brick to something else, non-stucco, something else? Well, I'm the motion maker, but I'm not necessarily have the only opinion. Do you guys, what do you guys think? Come back. Come back. Okay. Yeah. If yeah, if it's not if it's not as proposed in this in in this presentation, then it can come back to us to see whether it's stucco, whether it's corton, whether it's wood, whatever it is other than the presentation. So I, I guess the motion is to approve it as is, and if there is a change, major change to the facade, that it returns to us. Um, I'm gonna open the public hearing just for a moment to ask a question of the architect. Um, are we going to wind up with a gutter on that little mansard roof and downspouts and stuff? Are, are, are we going to be seeing a gutter and a downspout d detail so on that? Okay. All right. Just wanted to check. And just quick clarification. You are not the architect, correct? You're the, you're the property owner and, or the okay. business owner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm closing the public hearing. We have a motion, and I need a second. I didn't hear a second. A second. Is there a second? A second? Mm -hmm. oh. Call the roll. Uh, yes. Okay. Member, please call the roll. <laughs> Member Carmain? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries. Good luck with your project. Yes, this, I think it's going to be a real asset to the downtown. I think it's going to be a real asset yeah. for you to yeah. take well, it what, back. What kind of barbecue is it going to be again? It's a Texas? And, uh, I think your architect did a very good job on this, too. And tell them next time to show up. I'm so tired of all the lunch places. Like, oh, shit, really? Oh. Any new thing, I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Okay, we're moving to uh, item number three now.
which is Project 22-0103, Shell Gas Station Major Design Review, located at 1100 Telegraph Road. Thank you. Um, again, has anybody had any ex parte communication on this project that we need to be aware of? If not, uh, uh, does staff have a presentation? Thank you. Item number three on the agenda is for the project located at 11004 Telegraph Road. Next slide, please. The 0.63-acre project site is located at the southeast corner of the Wells and Telegraph Road intersection. The site is currently vacant and is located within the Sadekoy and Wells Development Code area. Next slide, please. Surrounding uses include a mix of multifamily residential, single-family residential, and agriculture. This area has various residential projects that have been built in recent years or are currently under construction. The most recently approved project is the Parklands Project, located west of the project site across Wells Road and consists of apartment units. The parcel to the south consists of an agricultural well, and the parcel to the east is a single-family residence, and the parcel to the north across Telegraph Road is agricultural land within county jurisdiction. Next slide, please. The proposed project is to construct a 3,390-square-foot, 3 two-story convenience store and eight gas pumps under a 2,688-square-foot canopy. The convenience store will feature a neighborhood market with limited beer and wine sales for off-site consumption on the first floor and a small second floor office space. A new 1,379 square foot drive-through car wash building will be placed toward the rear of the site. Next slide, please. The project site is a rectangular shaped lot. Site access includes two curb cuts, one on Wells Road and one along Telegraph Road. The Telegraph Road curb cut will provide access to the drive aisle for the car wash along the east site perimeter. 12 parking spaces will be provided near the convenience store. A new 10-foot sidewalk along Telegraph and Wells Road will further improve connectivity between the Parklands project across Wells Road. Next slide, please. The project site is within the shopfront overlay zone of the Sadekoy and Wells Development Code, and thus the primary convenience store building will be the most visible aspect of the project, and it will be located at the northwest corner of the site with the zero-foot front setback along Wells Road and a five-foot landscape street setback along Telegraph Road. The design of the building can be described as Mediterranean neo-renaissance with an earthen color palette, pergola, and trellis with garden vines. Materials include smooth stucco walls, terracotta tile, spandrel glass, and aluminum storefronts. The convenience store building will also feature yellow corrugated Corton awnings, which will provide shade for passing pedestrians. The car wash building, which is accessory to the primary convenience store, features much of the same design and materials as the convenience store building. The applicant has prepared a presentation and will go into further detail about the project after staff's presentation. Next slide, please. Staff is requesting DRC input to the question shown on the slide. Next slide, please. Overall, staff recommends the DRC recommend approval to the final review body with any design, architectural, or landscaping changes the DRC recommends. Thank you. Uh, does anybody on the commission have any questions of staff? I do. So this is within our zoning to have a gas station. 
Yes, the gas station requires a use permit. Which is okay. granted by the Planning Commission? So this would need to go to the Planning Commission because they are requesting an exception for parking placement. Exception for what? Parking placement. Um, what, what's on the second level of the corner? That is a small office space. And the architect uh, does have the floor plans in his presentation, so you will get to see that as well. So before we proceed, I just wanted to clarify an issue is, as a DRC, we're not really stipulating whether the use is proper or improper. We're not reviewing traffic either, correct? That is correct. Okay. All right. I, I was also curious if there are any... Um, yeah environmental thresholds related to visual impacts um, that apply to this site that would be reviewed in any environmental document? Um, so right now, uh, the project is undergoing traffic analysis and a noise study is being conducted. Um, in terms of an environmental document, uh, we would kind of wait to see what the traffic analysis would look like. Um, and then move forward, but uh, we are thinking it will qualify for an exemption under CEQA. Okay, Con considering there's residential across the street, is there any type of lighting uh, requirements or stipulations or studies that would be required for this use? Um, so we do have our standard lighting conditions that would apply. Okay, any other questions? But the standard lighting conditions don't require any um, dark sky compliant lighting or anything like that. Can you explain um, what those standards do require? So all lighting would need to be designed so that it is maintained on site. Um, we do have our dark sky ordinance, which I think you are familiar with. Um, and so those kinds of conditions can also be incorporated into the project as well. Okay. Anyone else? Wish to ask questions? If not, the applicant does have a presentation? Yes. Okay, let's have the application come applicant come forward. You can just say next slide and I'll click it for you. He goes here, doesn't he? Or do you want to? Yeah, very close to you, more close than you realize. Sorry. Excuse me. Um, my name is Andrew Posterko. I am the architect of the project, and I have with me the, the architect, the architect who worked on it in, in the office. Could you? <coughs> and here.
this project was agendized as a gas station. And I, in my presentation, ne the next slide, please. This is a gas station. And our project is not at all like this. So, I just wanted to make a point about that. Uh, we, we, t we look at this project as a commercial center. <coughs> commercial center. And uh, the, the, is it good working? It sounds like it. It doesn't sound good. I can speak louder. There's a little button right there. It should be on, right? Yeah. This, this one. You can tap it. This one's. No, they're both on. They're both on. Oh, yeah, okay. If you want, you can just hold it out to your mouth, too. That might be easy. I think that would be easier. Yeah. Um, so, next slide, next slide, please. Uh, this is another picture of a gas station. And a gas station has, has a bad connotation. And that's why I'm, I'm making so, a, a point about that. And the next slide, this is like today's gas station and the future's gas station, future gas station. None of these have anything to do with our project. The, uh, what we are trying to create is a place, a place in the neighborhood that people live their life would make, be able to live it more abundantly. We have a, a food store, which I would like to, to think is the prototype of this would be Trader Joe's in, in terms of the merchandise offerings that we would wish it has. And uh, it, it would have, uh, you know, green grocery, it would have uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, co coffee, uh, breakfast programs for the morning rush hour. There will be fresh coffee with the kind of equipment that it's called bean, beans to cup, which means each cup is freshly ground and freshly, freshly brewed. And it fills the place with an aroma of coffee in the morning. Um, so, um, and also the, the main architecture point, because not a lot of places have uh, this kind of offerings, but we have uh, a terrace in the, in, okay, oh, I'm sorry, next slide, please. We have a terrace which is completely given to the community. It's not merchandised in any way. It's, it's an offering for people to sit down, have a, a coffee in the morning, or have lunch with their friends, or just after work, drop in and pick up some dinner for the family, or have an adult beverage. Oh, no, I'm sorry, we can't use adult beverage on the terrace, but have a coffee or refreshments. So it's what. <coughs> For very, one important thing for us, and, and very welcome when we found out, was that the city has a fairly urban aspiration in their zoning code. It, we thought it was, it was fantastic that there was zero property line requirements 
actually zero on one front and five feet in the other front. So the food store, which is usually typically placed in the back of the property, now is able to be given a proper placement in the in the stage, up up front, up front, and available. And the other thing which we appreciated in the zoning code is that they required entrance from the street, from the sidewalk, which is a, which is a great deal. Very, very few gas stations have that, because the gas station usually, as you saw in the pictures, is placed in the back of the property. And in, this, in our case, what we had to do, we had to create two entrances, one for the sidewalk, for the neighborhood people who walk, or kids who come with bikes, or, or any kind of foot traffic, on, on the, or bicycle traffic, and another entrance for the, for the fewer customers. And we were able to uh, organize the store, so uh, both, both type of customer is welcomed equally, on equal footing. Which, uh, and this is a, makes it a very unique store. This is the first time we designed that. Uh, so basically, um, the, uh, uh, an, an, uh, okay, next slide, please. The, the, we appreciate this tool, which came from the staff, because at the beginning we, we had a hard time figuring out what type of style, what type of architecture would be appropriate to this, this, this neighborhood. It's fairly rural, but also has obviously some aspirations of urbanity. This is a, a neo-Renaissance, um, neoclassical, whatever you want to call it, uh, building. And we thought this would be perfect for our architecture. This was our inspiration for our architecture. Next slide, please. And in terms of ground cover, we, we, uh, it just arbitrarily came up, but we would like to use uh, 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 vegeta vegetation that is drought tolerant and requires very little watering. Next slide, please. This is also from the, your, your planning zoning book. This is an urban, this also gives an urban character, but for two reasons. One is that there is no separation between customer and, and, and product, zero, zero setback. And the second one is transparency. Uh, the customer is not separated by 20 foot setback from the shoe that she would like to buy. So, so that's like very unusual, but you know, the cities let you do that because everybody wants setbacks. And because you don't, we, we took it as a very welcome sign. Next slide, please. Oh, and, uh, and then we were also thinking about creating a public, sort of like a semi-public gesture to put a, a signpost in, in the terrace. So if you have like nine puppies, you can post it, puppies, free, free puppies, or, or a plumber can put a, his, his sign up there. Or if you look for a, a rental, you can post it there. It's, it's, very, uh, it's a common thing in Europe, and, and, and also a lot of places have it in, in cities in, in California. This is from Stanford. Next, next slide, please. This is also Stanford housing. 
uh, please disregard the dance parts. We're not going to have any dance parts. But it is a very nice urban, urban architecture for, for student housing. We, we got inspiration from this also. Next slide, please. This is also from your own uh, planning manual. We think even though this is a very industrial looking building, it has a, a tremendous dignity and very good proportions. And uh, we don't know where this building is, I never seen it, but this was also used in the design. Okay, this is, this you guys have seen already, this is the, the, the site plan. And to the, uh, to the uh, west of the market, no, I'm sorry, the east of the market is the terrace, which is completely a gesture uh, to the community, because Bruce has no income. And the next slide, this is the, the, uh, the floor plan of the store with the entrance from the street and, and entrance from the, the fueling positions. Okay, next slide, please. This is the architecture with some, some, some indication of the landscaping. Next slide, please. This is the same in color. Next, this is the car wash building, which we, it looks like a, uh, how should I say it? Uh, anyway, it, we imitated the, the, the motifs and the materials of the main building, and also carried the same materials over to the, to the, to the fueling canopy. So, so in the case of the car wash, it looks a little bit like an archaeological forgery, being a car wash and dressed up in this type of dress. But we felt it was important to create a uniform and recognizable style for the entire project. Oh, okay, the next slide. I think I'm done with you. Yeah, these are the material samples. Anything else? That's it? Next. Oh yeah, these are the landscaping plans. And I think I finished. Okay, if you've completed then. Uh, I'm sure DRC members have questions. I usually wait to the end, but I'm gonna start off with a question. You introduced Vanessa as the architect. Is Vanessa an architect? She, she's a graduate architect. So she's not an architect. She's not an architect. No, she's not an architect. You are the architect of record. Okay, but you still introduced her as an architect. Uh, I think you are the architect. I am the actual architect, yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to clarify because you can't call yourself an architect unless you're licensed in the state of California. But she is not. Okay. Any uh, DRC members? And she is the designer of the project. She is the designer of the project? She designed it? Yes. She, she, she has some design input, yes. Okay. Uh, do any of the DRC members have questions of the applicant? And, and then you, sir, are the owner? Or? I, I'm the planner. Oh, you're the planner. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just the planner. 
I have a quick question. Sure. What What's your choice? Why make the choice of uh, having the gas station between two buildings that relate to each other, or as I think you said, imitate each other, and not have a third element? Why did we carry the motifs of the market over to the car wash? Yes. What, 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 what's the thought process and the choice of making those those two similars with a gas station set between them? So you have the juxtaposition of the corner, the center, the third. We, 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 think, we think of this as a team, a team. The project is a team. The three are the team. Unifying team. Okay. It, it will be more effective and recognizable if it if it carries the same team on every aspect of the built environment it is, is conceived in the same architectural manner. As being one. How does the shell station in between uh, wear the same uniform as the team, or, or however you want to say that if it's a team, how, how is that part of the, how is the centerpiece part of the team? The, the shell canopy? No, the well, the shell itself, because now you're introducing brick with a totally different detail, and then you have so you have the st one style building to a very different style building to back to the corner building. The the, the shell canopy, the canopy as such, uh, is part of a gas station architecture. It's it's not something. Uh, subject to design, it has to, it's, a, it's something that's required by law. Required by law? Yeah, the canopy, yes. Oh yeah, the canopy, but the design is not required by law, and neither are the brick column, choosing bricks for the columns. So why do we choose? Yeah, what, 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 because there are gas stations that actually do not, like Shell stations, Chevron stations, whatever stations, Valero, that, that actually change with their motif in different countries and different cities, um, that they actually do change. What is the choice to make that a distinctive building in between the other two? We, we made a little gesture. We, 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 could, we could dress it up. We could put dress, dress on it if, if that was the requirement. Uh, we, we just made a minimum gesture only towards the actual customer who is there. Nobody's going to look at it from a helicopter. Nobody's going to look at it like you do look at it. Nobody is gonna, I'm sorry, it's going to look like what? Most people don't look at the project like we, we do look at it. Like you, you saw the whole thing. Most people are buying gas pumping and they're seeing a, 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 a column dressed up, look like the rest of the architecture, the same color, same material. It's not. They, they don't see the roof. It's not the same color, not the same material. Or am I mistaken? It's a terracotta tile. I, I don't know why, say, why would you say that when I say it's the same. Why because I, I, I'm looking at your drawings, and if we can go to the drawings, there, there is a material that looks like it, it's either tile or brick or something on the right. gas station columns that does not occur anywhere else. And the, and the edges of the, the canopy of the shell station doesn't occur anywhere else in the project. That's that was addressing as edge of the canopy. It's, it's called the shell trade dress. That's in a book. It's called the corporate identity. That's their 
identity. So you're being defined by the corporate identity. Is that that's how I'm hearing the answer? I'm not, I'm not saying anything about myself. I'm saying it's fact. That's the architecture is, is being defined by the, the corporate identity. We adopted the shell corporate identity because that's the highest and most motivated way of selling gas. Because they sell product, we call it a product, it's fuel, based on, on people's uh, preference or people's faith in their brand. So we can, take away the, we can take away the shell identity, you took away some of their profit. If that's your goal, we can, we can paint it any color. I don't have a goal, I just have a question. So I think you answered my question, it's okay, we can move on. Yeah. I, I, I had a question, if I could jump in on, um, on this as well. Um, the, you had mentioned that the, the uh, center is anticipated to, or the, the goal is, is that it functions as a neighborhood center, uh, neighborhood shopping center. And you referenced Trader Joe's as kind of a, an inspiration for um, some of the, the you know, products that would be sold in, inside of the store itself. Is Shell the operator of the store as well, or how does that work? And if Shell is, then do they have a, a model, a product like this that they've done elsewhere? No, no typically, I can give you a, a quick description of how the, this business works. Shell gives you product, and you have a product agreement. And agreement stipulates that you have to use Shell corporate trade dress. It tells you, you know, how to do the canopy, how to do the pumps, very important. And the law requires a lot of things. California law, weights and measures, requires a lot of signs that have to be on a pump and, and on a canopy. For example, if you sell shell gas, you have to have shell on a canopy. Or if your city doesn't allow it, you have a right to deny it, yes. And then they would let you, let you not have it. But from us from a starting gate, we would like to use the, the oil company colors because that is a, 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 they have a follower, you know. I mean, they, it's important for them to be recognized because if you buy an unbranded product, you expect less. If you buy a branded product, you go there because you have a shell card or whatever, many reasons you follow the product that you trust. So, and then they, have no say, absolutely no say in, in the market. The market is there today on every gas station that's built today because there is not enough profit in gas only. You can make a living. But the gas brings in the customer and then you are, oh, if you are a good merchant, you can sell them anything, tennis shoes, watermelons, whatever, because you have customers coming in for the gas. So that's, that's the, the flow of customers that's being brought in and, and the, super, the, uh, the market, uh, part of his, the market's business, a, a lot of the market's business come from the product customer who, who are already there, okay? And then of course we cater to the, to the, to the community. Uh, first of all, the, the product customer is from the community, but also, because of the, your coding code requirement, we opened the, the store at the corner for, for any, all and every kind of local business. But, but again, the, the only the owner, and the car wash similarly, is totally the owner's kingdom. 
because nobody can see anything. It's his. Only the canopy is, is governed by, by the oil company. So is, is the owner planning to operate the, the, yeah. the store? Yeah. And so, so that design, that floor plan was developed by the owner, not by, by, by us Shell. for the owner. Right, right. But uh, yeah, with their program in mind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He knows what kind of market. He has other markets, and he, he has a lot of experience, so he's able to work with us. We learn from him, basically. Understood. Thank you. Um, you know, one thing I, I appreciated your discussion about. Um, you know, the benefits of of um, you know the the zero lot line and and the code really trying to kind of create that. Um, that synergy with the, the public sidewalk. We've seen with other kind of national brands throughout town, um, you know, whether it's convenience stores or, um, you know, drug stores or something, where they'll, they'll have sort of a, a pseudo entrance on the public sidewalk, but really everyone's coming in from the side and they end up just like putting a, you know, product, Right. rack in front of the door and never, it never gets used and it really doesn't function as intended. Um, I, I have that concern here. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that at all? Okay, the, you, are, you are concerned about the duality of the entrances, right? It's a little bit of a schizophrenic thing from a beach customer you want to cater to more. Uh, yeah, how, how much, realistically, how much foot traffic are you going to be getting to this, uh, this store? Um, and is this entrance that's you know really looks nice on paper in, in your elevations and your renderings? Um, is it not going to function as intended? Yeah. And please sure. uh, introduce yourself and please speak into the microphone. Oh, sure. you have one. yeah. I, I, I'd like to I, maybe I can jump in. Yeah, sure. Um, my ahead. name is Michael Pauls. I'm I'm the uh, planning consultant that's working on the project in conjunction with the architect and the owner. Um, we're envisioning this being a neighborhood market. Um, from our initial conversations that we had uh, with the owner, he always envisioned this a neighborhood market. He recognized uh, certain aspects um, of the surrounding area that benefited <clears throat> benefited that. Uh, there's a there's a there's a bike trail. So there's a bike path uh, that uh, runs along Telegraph. And we've seen a lot of cyclists on, on the bicycle path. <clears throat> we believe that uh, this would orient cyclists toward our site. Uh, we'll have um, bicycle racks uh, at the site. Um, we're, uh, so, so, so we're oriented toward, toward cyclists. We're oriented toward the development, which is across the street. And we want pedestrian orientation. We see this as really a community meeting place more than anything else. I think uh, the architect <clears throat> made reference to a sign board, um, which we've worked on, uh, which has worked very well with other projects. Uh, so if there are Little League games, if there's Pop Warner, if there's a farmer's market, we would allow individuals in the community to post signs up. Um, we think this is really a community gathering place. And so we want both entrances open. We want it to be very inviting for the community to come across the street, uh, and to <clears throat> and to uh, uh, to see us as a neighborhood market uh, to to come in um, to avoid having to get in their car. I know there's a lot of issues in terms of vehicle miles traveled and and tailpipe emissions and things of that nature that are being identified today. Um, 
pedestrian orientation is first and foremost uh, a very, very important aspect of this project. Uh, we're also going to be selling uh, produce. We're going to be selling fruit at the site. Uh, we also work with the community. So if the community needs, would like to see specific items carried in the store, uh, we will do so. We'll do so on a trial basis, see how they work out. But that's how this owner works. Uh, he wants to become part of the community itself. And, and has, has the owner uh, had this type of, um, kind of larger convenience store, almost, um, you know, almost grocery store sort of um, product? Have they done that elsewhere? And has it been successful? Because I know that that, that can be a tough, tough thing, um, you know, the grocery store market. Uh, <coughs> we worked on a project in the city of San Fernando um, that, that uh, is at the gateway of the city. It was a very important project to the city. Um, it's been a very, very successful project uh, in the sense that he's been working with the community, carries a lot of individual items that the community wishes to see. Um, <coughs> so uh, as, as the architect had pointed out, Trader Joe's has very limited items in terms of fruit and vegetables that they sell, fresh fruits and vegetables. <clears throat> um, we would like to see that emulated in the store. Uh, perhaps not carry the, the, the number of items in each display, but, but uh, uh, fresh apples, fresh oranges. We'd like to take, uh, we'd like to buy produce from the surrounding area. And, and we, we really want people to uh, orient themselves toward this neighborhood market. Um, an individual who <clears throat> is coming home from work or commutes to work, um, if they wish to use some of our other services, such as uh, gasoline sales, um, they w you know, we want to make uh, a wide variety of products available that they can take home uh, and assist them in preparing dinner. Uh, we, we don't want to emphasize the quick serve, um, you know, pull out a fast food item. We want higher, higher end items. We believe that they're going to sell very, very well in this area, uh, given the development, given the architectural style. Uh, we think people are just going to be very comfortable in coming across the street and, and, and cyclists as well. Thank you. Um, have, do you know if there have been any conversations with um, like a Trader Joe's or other um, market operators um, if this would be a, a site that they would have interest in in operating a store of and is, is the gas station component a critical component um, of the, of the program of the financial feasibility of the project? Because you're making it sound like the corner store is the, the, you know, what the owner really wants to do, um, and the gas is secondary, and I, I'm kind of questioning that. These are all different economic centers, <clears throat> and so to make a project work of this nature, um, it, you know, you, you want to have the corner store, um, you want to have very limited beer and wine because you want, you don't want somebody getting in their car and driving down the street. Uh, if, if they want to get um, a six-pack of beer before the college football game that friends are coming over to watch. Uh, we want them to leave their residence to walk. Um, we want them to jump on their bicycle, and we want them to come down to the store. 
there are three main economic centers on the site. Uh, the first being um, the, well, well, central to all of this is really the gasoline sales. And, and, uh, and accessory to that in, 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 in real world terms, uh, would be uh, the uh, would be the neighborhood market, and we want to maximize uh, that impact on the community, uh, that positive impact on the community, uh, and then the car wash. Uh, car washes are underrepresented in the area, so there are three distinct uh, economic centers, and and we believe that the work. To answer your question in regard to um, having reached out to uh, different um, Trader Joe's style businesses. Um, we have not. Uh, this is a property that was purchased by the owner. Um, his, uh, his experience has been working with similar projects uh, which couple the, uh, the environmentally friendly car wash with the gasoline sales which will become uh, environmentally friendly fuels over time and, and the, uh, the neighborhood market concept. And he's been very successful with that. And, and so you continue to do what you know best um, if, you're, if you're an owner of the property, a developer, and an operator of the business. And so that's what he's doing. I'll pass it on. I have more questions, but go for it. Well, I want to um, ask some questions about the detailing on this. Um, the main body, looking at the main building, the Northwest elevation, I guess. Um, so the main body of the building is stucco, and then we have these arches, which have a thin brick material on it. What is the depth of the thin brick from the stucco? Yes, I'm not sure which picture are you looking at. Um, yeah, looking in. This is the car wash. We uh, look at the, the main building. Can we get back to the main building? Yeah, this one. Okay. Okay, so you have these inset um, arches on the, uh, and you have a, a brick. Yeah, and a little mirror, yeah. What is the? Uh, four inch, four, four inch, inches. four inch. And then the columns that come out from that, are they flush with? The stucco, and then that no. caught the capital kind of flares out. Okay, it's like a, a, a semi-column. Oh, it's it's curved. Yeah, half half circle. Okay. And like the column on it, the capital on it, and is the capital that? is half capital. Okay, and is that a stucco as well? Yeah. yeah. And. I want to piggyback because that was my question too. So the the stucco that is the the, the facade, the majority of the facade is the same as the semicircle, and then the flaring top capital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Go for it, Curtis. Um, these um, elements that have the X in them, uh, what are those? Are are they? Do they? Can you see through those? And then you have this. Uh, X element over it, or is it flush with the? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I missed the beginning. The um, okay, so the bottom image there, you have those. They look like they're penetrations through the parapet. Oh, oh on the top, on top. Yeah, they're 
The exes, right? Who's exes? Who's them? Who's them? Who's them? Who's them? Who's them? Flush. These talking about these these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Those those are broken too. Those are I'm sorry. Those are open. Open through. Are 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 they coplanar though? Are they are the exes in the same plane as the facade? Yeah, it is. Okay, and, and the same material. Same material, right, right. And then the trim above it is also stucco, but it's painted a different color. The trim is painted, yes. This trim, the cornice. Yeah. Yeah, it's so are you just building up the stucco? You, yeah, you know, you, know you, you can get this uh, ifis. ifis. Okay. It's, it's like a foam, and then you have a very thin stucco on it. But it blends with the rest of the stucco. You can tell. Okay, so the orange is the ephus covered in stucco with a different color stucco. Yeah. No, no, just usually paint it. Okay, so they're just applied and then painted. Or maybe painted before even. Or, or whatever. But they're apply, they're, it, it, it's applied ephus material that has the stucco on. I, I know the material, but it, it, it's plastered onto it versus in the building that we have that, that, yeah, that's, used to that's make carved it wood. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go for a committee member, Cormain, because you're hitting everything I was asking about. Uh, no, I'm, I'm okay right now. Are you good? Yeah. Okay, I have a question, and, and it's probably in the plans. I just can't seem to find it. The, the pergola or that trellis-y material, what is that? Is that wood? You mean over the terrace? Uh, pick any of those, no. So this is the cash canopy. Goats. Go to the north elevation. Yeah, the, yes, that. Yeah, that's steel. Steel. That's steel. That's all steel, and so the the curly Q bracket bracketing is steel yeah, as well. Is, you know, a, a concrete bar, rebar, curl, curly. Oh, the curly things are going to be rebar, like and with with the ribs on it and everything. Yeah, like like a, a like a rebar. Like a rebar made into curly Q. With but it's going to have the ribs on it. No, no, Go smooth ahead. one, smooth one. Oh, okay. You can buy smooth rebar. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but no, not non-ribbed uh, rebar, smooth rebar. Smooth, I just call it rebar. But and circle. Circle, like one inch circle, seven. Heated and bent. Okay. Um, you, you have in the list transparent plastic canopy, but I don't know where that is, and it, you, I'm sure you have it on here. I just can't find it. It's, it's, it's mark number nine, the square and a diamond. Where, where is the plastic? Oh, okay. Let me see. No, no, it's no plastic as I know of. Okay. So that material is, it says transparent plastic canopy. Oh, I know. Okay. At one point, we were contemplating putting a, a filling in the squares. On that canopy that we are talking about. Oh, okay. On okay. the roof. Okay. But it's it's not it's not going to work. So we're not going to put any, any cover in there. It's purely a decorative or shade structure. Okay. And then I have one more quick question on the the a clarification. I think it's on the south elevation. You have kind of a tower with a circle in it, and yeah. in 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 the elevation you show. Roof, uh, roofing tiles coming out to the edge, but in the rendering, it shows stucco up and over the edge. Oh, really? 
I'm sure you know, it will come over and uh, overlap, you know. Okay, so, so the rendering is actually incorrect, but the, but the elevation is correct. I didn't realize that. Okay. That's okay, I, I just wanted to clarify. You know, it's a standard detail. Uh, it's a standard roofing terracotta. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. I think that's all my questions. Thank you. Oh yeah. I was like, um, how? What? Maybe you, you mentioned it in the presentation. I apologize if I, I missed that. But um, what are you describing this style exactly? Because it's neo Renaissance, because of the arches. Neo-Renaissance. Yeah, because there's definite Renaissance examples that we found. Mm -hmm. Exactly this column, capital, arch, okay. repeated. And that's the Renaissance, the repetition of arches, which are semicircular especially, are Renaissance only. Nobody has accepted the New Age Neo-Renaissance. Mm -hmm. And it, um, as far as the, the parkland apartments across the way, I guess, you, would you s describe that more kind of traditional Spanish? Or? You know, it's like, it's like a California. I, I would say it's, a, it's closest to uh, uh, Monterey, Monterey style. Yeah, Monterey style. Yeah. Did, did you consider trying to incorporate that style into the, to, to kind of have continuity or like to kind of make this feel like that's I, I part did, of? I did consider it because yeah. we received uh, that as a, as a something the city recommends or, or likes mm -hmm. at least from the planning department. And, but we did realize that it, it, we didn't have the functional equivalent of, uh, Monterey always has like a balcony, mm -hmm. a balcony, which is supported by vertical columns tied back to the wall. That's the Monterey style essence, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. the, the, the balustrade, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's hard to make it prevent from leaning out, right, if many people push it. Mm -hmm. So they put columns, and a column tie back to the wall. It's a very, mm -hmm. very brilliant idea, but we don't have uh, balconies like that, and it, 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 it was too residential, we couldn't, couldn't uh, make it happen. Right, or you know, you have farms near, it used to be farmland. I, I guess there's a number of different styles you could probably kind of look to there. I do have questions on the neighboring, um, Properties, I don't know. Like, there's that one property, 11056, which is a neighbor across the way. Um, Avocado. Yeah, it, and I don't know if that's slated for development at some time or another, too. But, I, I mean, so suddenly they're going to have this busy kind of corner here. Um, I don't know if you guys considered screening or how that might impact the neighbors. The, it's a solid the project, wall. yeah. On that side, it's a solid wall. Okay. B block wall. And then what's the? Uh, then you have this kind of water treatment. What? What? What is that exactly on the? On the south side of the property. It's an agricultural well. That that's an agricultural. Well. Well, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's not going anywhere. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> right there. It kind of breaks up the. Okay. I saw it. It's empty right now. Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess what I think sometimes it helps what happens a lot of times in surveys too. They always capture the edges, like where the trees are, and then you're proposing trees. So it looked like there could, I was asking about that because you could potentially have, you know, conflict. Okay. The canopies are, you know, you have a tree right underneath a tree. So that's why I was asking about that. Um, I think um, that was 
it for me. Sorry, I have one more question. There, you have uh, you have called out spandrel glass, and then you have the glazing. Where is the spandrel? What there? Yeah, is it, where, where is it not? It, on the. I got you. Why? Why we put spandrel? Right? No, no. Where is it? It because. It, it, I'm trying to look through the elevations and find it, and, and I can't, but it, somewhere it says spandrel glass, and where, where is the spandrel? You know, it's, it's a storefront system. No, where, where on the building? Where on the, where on the building is it? The spandrel is where there is equipment or counters or such behind the glass, so you don't see. Okay, and, and can you tell me where on the facades is it? Well, I, I, I know that it's not one in the first one. Okay, so, so everything that we're seeing, the glass there, that's, that's transparent, or yeah, transparent. as close as transparent as we on, can come now. On the right-hand side, I, I would think, if you look at, can you look at the floor plan? Here, let, let, let me explain what I'm getting at. The reason why I'm asking is because I want to know the, the interaction of somebody walking on the street and being able to see in, in the store or not. Because you could have spandrel on the, where no one can see into it, but that, that's my question. Okay, so in all cases, the spandrel is only 42 inches. Okay, so that, the lower stuff is spandrel? Yeah, only the lower. In, okay. in any case, it never goes... It would be a waste of money to do spender all the way because why, why put glass if you can see through? Uh, it, it happens, <laughs> as, you, as you know. Uh, so what, when someone's walking by at most eye levels, unless they're very short, yeah. they're going to be, see, be able to see, see in through, and see someone through. will be able to see out. Transparency. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that glass is mostly storefront transparent. Storefront. Or semi-transparent. Most contours against. Gotcha. And we don't want to see the back of them. Thank you. Yeah. Any more questions? Nope. Okay, then I'll start. Um, oh, before you start, we're going to do uh, this is making the whole thing public. No, I was going to ask questions. Oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> okay, then we'll have the public after that. Um, you're showing like looks like trees up on the roof or on the yeah, deck. Could yeah, you kind correct. of explain that? Is that is that a green roof or is it just no. a bunch of pots? No, it, it's 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 done a lot in it Italy. It's done a, a lot. It's, it's basically a ficus that you can buy at Home Depot, put it in a nice tub, and, and put a tube, a copper tube to it, automatic irrigation, and, and the, the upstairs office and whatever living, I mean, occupied area benefit from it, but mainly it's an architectural feature. And how's it watered? How's it maintained? The mid landscaper, trimming it? No, I mean water. No, it, it, it will be automatically irrigated by a quarter-inch or eight-inch copper tube. There's a system available for those things. Okay. Yes. Um, the other thing I kind of question, <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of your patio, but why, not put it, why didn't you put it in the front at the entrance where it would be very visible to everybody to use? It, it, the, the, the logic of, of the layout didn't allow that logic of the layout, because the, uh, the customer is buying gas, and he, in, a, in the middle, he sees this uh, terrace, right? So he's exposed to that. If you put it up front, not, most, most, none of the uh, fewer customers would really take advantage of it. This was like a central place. Everybody bumps into it. 
and and plus we you know the city was very uh, uh, adamant, but for good reason, to have uh, zero proper zero setback on that, and we we also wanted zero setback on, on especially on the main street. Okay, are you using any enhanced pavements at all? <coughs> enhanced pavements. We can. No, I'm asking, are you using any? We, we always uh, yes, use uh, 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 enhanced pavement, yes. And Especially in pedestrian areas. Is it shown on the plans anywhere? I'm not sure if it's shown or not, but, but we can meet, uh, you know, uh, stimulate, sim how you call it, stipulate that we will do that. Okay. Yeah. And based on the shopping opportunity, do you feel there's enough parking spaces there? Is that adequate? Uh, you know, I, um, I, I'm not big on parking. A lot of cities eliminated the parking requirement completely. Uh, it's less, uh, people use more uh, electric rollers, electric bikes, Ubers and whatnot. Uh, people get, get away with no parking space now in LA and, and in smaller, smaller cities like, like Lancaster, for example, completely eliminated their parking requirement and some other cities as well. I, I, we believe it's not gonna be an issue. Okay, last opportunity for questions. I, I'm just curious, um, are, are there electric vehicle charging requirements for, I mean, typically there are for, for any use, you have to at least plan for the future, um, similarly to how you kind of I know set, a, set aside for the yeah, assessment. If, if it's required, we will put, it, put them in, you have to. If it's required by the city, we will have to put them in. We don't want them. But, but we will put them in as required. And, and, and if I may add, um, when the demand is there, certainly we'll put them in. I, I mean, if, if we see this as being another profit center, um, absolutely, we'll add electrical chargers to the site. And as you well know, as a result of state law, um, <clears throat> the state of California has indicated that electrical chargers are by right um, in required parking stalls. And and uh, we would we would balance the needs of uh, of the neighborhood market um, with the the demand for electrical chargers. But we we have no no issue with installing them uh, if demand is there. Okay. And then my my last question is related to the the underground tanks themselves. Um, every old gas station site I've ever worked on has a environmental case um, because they had some leaking underground storage tanks. Um, is there some type of new technology out there that that, that doesn't happen anymore or um, you know can you speak to that or, or should we expect that in in 30 years there's going to be an environmental case open on this site for for uh, remediation needs? The tanks have been updated as a result. Sure, yeah, but just a really quickly, the tanks have been updated and made safe as a result of the examples that you're pointing out. Uh, these tanks are going to be state-of-the-art, um, and they're double-walled, and I'd like uh, the architect to uh, expound on that. Yeah, I just want to preface that. I, I was an ARCO engineer for 16 years, I worked for ARCO. And the tanks are the most regulated item in this entire project. There's like three different agencies, water, water, uh, state water board, the AQMD, the fire department, and the building department, and the electrical department. Everybody regulates them. 
they, they went through a, a huge uh, uh, period of improvement, you know, double wall and continuous monitoring. It's computerized, it, it, it takes care of the temperature differences, doesn't give false alarms, and, and it's double wall, and, and, and it it's instantly indicates the leak. It's not like waiting for the leak to develop in, in, into a little pool. Immediately, a computer senses the, the level difference, and it shuts down the whole system indiscriminate, in, without any discrimination. So uh, the guy who operates the store like this, if his gas is shut down, he loses like 10,000 bucks a day. So immediately, he has third-party contracted company who immediately shows up. They already have a contract for this and fixes whatever has to be fixed. Mostly it's false alarm, but, but it's very, very highly regulated. And, and if I may add, it's, it's exceptionally rare. Uh, it simply does not occur anymore. The cost of cleanup, if um, a tank leaks, is ex exorbitant, yeah. uh, is mind-boggling how much that costs. So um, the owner-operator is going to make sure that these never leak. Uh, because he will maintain the responsibility and the liability of this in perpetuity. So um, I can assure you that, that these new tanks will not leak. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, one small issue. Uh, you're not showing any expansion joints or using any expansion joints on the stucco? Yeah, we will have expansion joints, okay. yes. So yes. You, typically we would see these detailed. Yeah, we will have an exp expansion joint, it's an M-shaped expansion joint. Yeah, Open. I'm just saying typically we would see that on our submission. O it's the, not there. On the construction drawings, we will show them, definitely. But we won't see them. Why? Because we're not the building department. Okay, I see what you mean. You want us to show that? We can show Well, them. whatever contributes to the design should be incorporated okay. into what your submission to us. All right. That's why I'm saying that. Okay. It can make a difference how, it's, how they're used or how they're not used. I got you. Yeah, okay. we will have that. I think we're done. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to open the uh, uh, meeting up now to the public. Is there anybody that wishes a comment on this project? I have one public speaker. Okay. Please come forward. Sarah Ostrander. And you will have three minutes to speak. Um, thank you for allowing me to speak. Um, I am here. My name is Sarah Ostrander. I am the chair of the East Ventura Community Council. Um, I think, as you know, there were several comments received from the members of our council, um, many of whom oppose this project, but not based really on the design. But as I sit here and listen, I do have some questions that I did not see answered. One of them is um, signage for the, um, what type of signage will be used for the gas station and the market. Um, I'm also, I'm not sure if this is under your purview. The uh, car wash, what effect will that have on the neighboring agricultural well? Um, I'm not, I don't know, it's just a question. 
excuse me. Um, and I don't see any uh, use, any usage or plans for solar energy to uh, power the building or to power perhaps the um, future need of electric vehicle charging. Um, the X's in the um, facade there, the open X's, um, I wondered how the drainage was going to be if we don't get a lot of rain, but when we do it pours, uh, whether that would be, there would be um, a big flow down on the sidewalk because there's no setback. So that was another question I had. Um, there is a school down the street and um, the sidewalk, I believe, ends at the school and then there, there would be a sidewalk at the, um, at the store. So um, I don't know if there would, the city would have to uh, make a connection to make it more uh, accessible. Also, there is a mobile home park next to the, right beside the car wash. And I just wanted to know what type of, I don't, I couldn't really tell about the sidewalk between the mobile home park because, you know, the community has asked for years, you know, and, and we would be delighted to have a type of, not really a Trader Joe's, but some kind of market with fresh produce um, and um, let's see, one more question. Um, I did not, I couldn't figure out when the fuel trucks came in, whether they would have to back in and back out. I couldn't really figure out how they would come in and make some of those corners. Um, and, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank, thank you, you, Sarah. Time's up. Yes, thank you. Um, okay. The applicant has um, the opportunity to provide a five-minute rebuttal to any public comments. Start with the, the, the Sir, would you mind? Thank you. Start with the question with the last one, because I, I still remember it. Uh, the, the fuel truck by oil, oil company standards cannot back up. There's no backup. It's not allowed for oil truck to, uh, the, the tank wagon does not back up. So we have to provide a, a, a pass-through pass path which, which is based on going forward. In, fuel, dump the fuel, and go out. All going forward. Okay, okay so that's one, one answer. Then the next one. Sorry, sir, can you explain where, maybe on the site plan, where they'll come in and how they'll, yeah, sure, where they'll go sure. out? Is there a site plan? No. What was that? Oh, of course. Or even if you can click on it. It's Okay. Okay. The, the fuel truck either will come through here, following the little thing, stop here, like this, dump the fuel always on the right hand side, and then exit this way. Turn right and turn left. Depends. I, I didn't study the, 
the, uh, the traffic flow in our streets. I'm, but I'm assuming it's a right-hand turn. Pardon me? A right-hand turn. R right-hand will be <coughs> the, the desired way, yeah. Four minutes. Is that, is that satisfactory? Good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have four more minutes to answer any other questions that she had or any other information you want to provide before they start deliberating. So you're welcome to continue talking about the questions she asked or anything she else that you want to answer. They are good questions, so we're very happy to answer them. The, as, as far as the mobile home park, most definitely we will, we will open a, a pathway to, to it. If it's, I didn't know there was a mobile home park there, tell you the truth. But if there is a, uh, customers there, definitely we will be welcoming them to the. You, you have the property. The other property that separates you guys between. The, There's two the properties. Yeah, uh -huh. we have the avoc avocado orchard. Uh, I, I know which one is the avocado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a property buffer. There's, bu there's uh -huh. a buffer. Uh -huh. okay. And, and there, there is a bicycle lane, if I may jump in. There is a bicycle lane, so there, <clears throat> there may be some room for a pedestrian path, and we would be more than happy to work with the city in trying to develop a pedestrian path between the mobile <laughs> home park. We see the mobile home park um, as being somewhat of an island, and there's no pedestrian orientation uh, to, to a market, a neighborhood market. Um, and we see that benefiting both uh, the, the uh, community in the neighborhood, in the mobile home park, as well as uh, our neighborhood market. So we think that there's a good, um, it's, it's, it's a good match. The bike lane was running along Telegraph, right? That's correct. <coughs> looks pretty treacherous, and it, it looks like the avocado orchard would have to provide some type of dedication in order to at least do a, an official right-of-way sidewalk through there. Yeah, we, we would cooperate with that 100%. Yeah, we'd love to work with them in the city. Perhaps those dedications have already been made, um, and so we'll be, we'll be more than happy to have that conversation with city staff and, right. and public works. <coughs> Did you um, have any opportunity to speak to the mm -hmm. East Ventura? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm really happy you brought that up. Um, absolutely, I'm, I really wanted to reach out to uh, the community. Excuse me. I wanted to reach out to the community, and I wanted to um, I want to indicate that yeah, we're we're enthusiastic about coming out and talking to you uh, in greater depth um, about the project, uh, so that we can receive some input from from you. You live in the community. We want to be part of this community. So perhaps we can exchange information after the, after the meeting and, and, and we can all uh, gather at some time in the future. Sure. That'd be wonderful. Thank you. Um, there are two more issues you might want to address while you still yeah. have time. Yeah, there is. The solar and the signage. Okay, so the solar, we will do it to the extent we have to. Yeah, we will not argue with it. Uh, even voluntarily, the owner is here, he, he may choose to put it in there. Right now, it's not part of our scope of work, but we do it most of the time, sometimes don't, but we are not against it, definitely. Uh, as far as the opening in the, in the, in the, in the parapet wall, the, the, the actual parapet wall it goes way below that opening, so there's plenty of buffer to prevent the water. Uh, the roof would have, to have two feet of water on it before you see water coming through those openings. And yes, you know there is overflow protection, all kinds of protection against that. 
And what is that one? I'd also like to add in regard to the solar, we'll do a cost-benefit analysis to find out what the cost is, what the location of the solar would be on the property, uh, and then what benefit would be derived from that. Okay, and, and then the sign program, we, we don't have the sign program. We haven't put together the sign program, but we definitely would have a sign program for the city's approval. If we if we may need to reopen the public who, who, comment who to you know continue, I think there was one additional question about the. Um, okay, then let me reopen it and give them another three minutes. Go ahead. I gave you some additional time. Oh, okay, thanks. I, I just wanted to find out if the sign, how, how is the sign program dealt with, the best way, in, in your city. It could be part. Either with the building permit or how is that planning issue. So if you meet the sign requirements per municipal code, then you can submit directly for a building plan. If you would like larger signs, then you would need to come in for a variance. Okay. I got you. Okay. You will provide a sign program. For and I'm sorry, there was one additional question about the, uh, the car wash component and potential impacts on the adjacent well site. Yeah, um, the, the car wash is not going to have any impacts on any of the surrounding properties, not just the agricultural pumping station, uh, but any of the properties which surround the project. Uh, the city has very stringent uh, requirements uh, in terms of noise, and we're going to exceed, we're, we're going to meet and exceed those requirements in the sense that, that, that uh, this is going to be quieter. Uh, than the city requires, and, and we are going to great lengths to ensure that that, that takes place. And how about in terms of water quality? I think that was the intent of the question. It's not going to affect the water quality at all. Self-contained? It, it's self-contained. It recycles water. Um, uh, excess water is, is, uh, is, is sent to the sewer system. Um, it, 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 it saves a substantial amount of water in terms of, in, as compared to a street wash or, or a driveway wash. And uh, in doing so, it's consistent with the goals and policies uh, of the city of Ventura and the state of California. Okay. It recycles, I believe, 70% of the water for each wash, which is considerable. In terms of the you know, uh, cleaning agents that are used, uh, they're non-toxic and don't have the potential to, again, That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Contaminant. Yes. Okay, if there's no further questions, then I'm closing the public. There's one more, one more question by the lady. <laughs> we still have time? Okay, yes. good. You so have the, one minute. There is a sidewalk missing between us and the school. We would like to fix that. So we didn't realize that. Okay. All right, then I'm going to close the public hearing and uh, we'll go into deliberation. Can we maybe take a quick break? Yes, uh, we're going to do a five minute recess. Thank you. Very much. And I'd also like to thank staff for assisting us with the presentation. Thank you. I was doing it for you guys, man.
Taking over and running that department. No, I did not want to do that. <laughs> I, had, I was talking to a friend of mine who was the head of the engineering okay. years ago. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, that's like, like an 80 hours a week job. Nope. I don't want that. Yeah. You can't do your own gig and just have that position. I was like, no, I just want to like, come in and teach once in a while. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, it's not that. How'd it go? Oh, well, we. I use the hamburger uh, when I talk about um, specs, like you know, the difference between getting a McDonald's hamburger and like an In-N-Out. <laughs> <laughs> you need specs. <laughs> 
I did. I was going to do it. It's kind of funny because I, you know, I work a lot with how it's standardized. How it's pretty system. So recently they've been working on it and how it came about. I think they got too big. Look the guy up. It was an interesting wow. set of interviews. Did you do yeah. all of it? It's been seven years. Well, it's a long time. Not what I call it. I went to the housing authority. I went to the housing authority. Or, I mean, housing conference. Housing conference. Yeah, me too. Okay, everyone's back. I'm going to reconvene the meeting and we're going to move into deliberation uh, phase. Uh, I'd like to hear comments, suggestions, concerns, what works, what doesn't work. Maybe we'll start with Member Cormier. Oh, um, I have to say that my uh, favorite aspect of this is the car wash moment because it's kind of straightforward. It has a clear, distinct rhythm, a variety of elements, and I just think the the car wash is kind of basically the capstone, which everything else should fall. To a degree, I, I'm thinking that the main building is a little bit too fussy. There's almost too much going on for my choice. But I'd like to see it somewhat simplified. Um, you know, the, the use of the arch is almost, <coughs> other than in relating to the, to, to the Car wash, I don't really see any benefit for it. It's not an actual window. It's it's just a decorative element over the windows. And the main entrance here, and then the the uh, entrance to the east is just squared off. So, frankly, I mean, I would prefer if you just got rid of the arches and kept the um, the other elements. Also, the, the second floor, I find, doesn't really um, correspond to the lower floor very well. It's, it, it doesn't follow. It's, you have a balcony on this side and then the big one, the roof on the back. Um, so it just feels really kind of just stuck on. The only place where it really meets the lower floor is on the south side and then the way the window lines up um, on the uh, west side. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm afraid of the, of the details uh, being just uh, enhanced stucco uh, like the like the capital and the the half round columns. Um, I'm not, you know, I, I, I need to see more details about how that works. Um, you know, you have this flared out half capital, so you have a, a flat area on top, which could, could be like four inches wide. Um, it's a dirt collector, it's 
you know, how is that capped um, in order to prevent leakage uh, later on? You know, I, I'm just not feeling the detail on that yet. Also, the, the lack of, uh, of scoring or to understand how um, you're going to break up the, uh, the stucco over the bottoms of the building. Um, Let me move to the other side of the table and put uh, Member Kusel on the spot. I'll, I'll step in. Okay, uh, okay so <clears throat> I concur with almost everything that Committee Member Cormain just said, especially the car wash. It actually uh, it has rhythm. It has like a cadence. It, it feels like it's it's. Uh, I don't know. It makes the most sense to me, and I agree with the the arched windows on the on the corner building. One thing I really appreciate appreciate about the site planning and the design of that is that it's actually not just a car wash on the corner where some you know where the people can slide through. At least it's making an effort to have a um, store or a building at least on the corner. Um, I will, I will say this really quick. I want to interject into my own thing is that um, community, community meetings should be done before design, while during design, not after a DRC meeting. But that's, uh, that's kind of an aside. Now, on the other thing I have an issue with is the, is the shell building. And I know you've done buildings, uh, gas stations, where the architecture of the, the gas station works with the architecture of the building. I think you did one in Murrieta, Murrieta. And um, that is what I was talking about and how, I, how I'm looking at it. I think it feels like there's a building, building on the corner, a gas station, and then a car wash. And the two relate to each other almost very superficially. And, and on, the, on the ends and then the car wash is in the center. It feels really awkward to me. Um, I do appreciate the, the steel structure where people can come and gather. I think steel's fine with that. I have a problem with the, the materials of stucco just blanketing that whole corner building, or I guess the car wash as well, but, and the columns all being just covered in, 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 in stucco, and then the ephus on the, on the top still being stucco. It, it, it feels... It, it doesn't work. I don't know. I think maybe we could. Uh, it would be better to have a different material for the for the columns and for the for the for the uh, detail on the the cornice. I don't even know what it is. It's cornice or the top, the fascia. Then the and the building also. I think Committee Member Corman also said this is that the building feels like it's just cut off on that two-story element. And I'm not sure what which which one it is, but it just feels like it, it almost feels like the end of the page, um, and you and you cut the building off versus treating the end of it. So I'd like to see something where that is, if the office uh, roof is pulled down and then treated with something on that end. Yeah, that elevation there. Thank you. And it just feels like that is just is just cut off on that end, and it wasn't um, articulated. In any way, it, was, it, it it feels awkward to me. The the little tower and the 
in the corner piece that could even step back also and have a have a similar roof to the other sides um i guess i thought i had more notes i have more notes somewhere but um yeah i'll be done for now um I'll, I'll jump in next um i think from a design standpoint i i appreciate the um the thought that has has gone into it i i do think there are a couple areas um you know where where the details are somewhat confusing to me i agree with the the sentiment that the building kind of cuts off um or that the uh cornice in in that rendering there doesn't wrap around and kind of connect onto that other side. And, and, um, there's a couple of things like that that are a little bit confusing to me. Um, but in in general, I appreciate the design style and and um, the second floor doesn't. I don't have too many concerns with with that um, with that massing, generally speaking. Um, the thing for me, from a design standpoint, is that I, the uh, gas station canopy itself um, you know although there are nods to kind of uh, you know sticking with that theme that I think was apparent I don't know I, I think I'd like to see it go a one step further um, beyond kind of the the minimal amount to um, to try to uh, c connect these two buildings um, thematically or aesthetically uh, I think my larger, more overarching concern is kind of from a um, from a site planning standpoint, is that if this neighborhood market is to be successful from um, uh, kind of bringing in pedestrian traffic, um, we'll ha we'll be having people uh, essentially uh, kind of walk across non-improved sidewalks in in a pretty high speed road uh, on both sides um, to be able to enter into into this site and be able to have this function as as it's been described and intended as a, a neighborhood market and somewhere where people can gather and kind of that community resource um, so that that's a concern that I have I appreciate that that the applicant has indicated their willingness to um, to think about improving those and um, I'd be um, supportive of a recommendation for for that to occur i actually don't <clears throat> i don't know the the traffic situation and what what is there and what can be done but a bolt that's a big street so the, what your your comment about that and if we could somehow make that street smaller with a bulb out or something on that end that would be really appreciated because it's it is for people walking across that street it's 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 a big street i mean it's a for certain people, it's going to be tough to get across the street. It, it, and that, that, that for, the, for it to be a successful pedestrian market, which I kind of question, I, I hope it works. I mean, I, that, that would be great. But um, for that to work, it has to be a little bit <clears throat> somehow, and this isn't necessarily even you, you guys, but you could uh, contribute in some way and make that more friendly to get there from the across the street. Because you do have a big community across the street and all up the, that street, so there is there is a there's a potential for four foot traffic, and if we could get somehow get that connect 
connect those, I think that would be appreciated from my perspective. Yeah, for me, it, it's not so much from across the street because there are the existing crosswalks um, as much as it's coming from within the, the same segment or block, let's say, um, because you have to traverse either over, if you're coming from the south, uh, the well site, which is like largely unimproved, and there, I maybe that's a bike lane. I suppose it is, but um, there's a little asphalt sidewalk along there, but you know very little buffer between cars that go quite fast along there. And then if you're coming from the east, obviously we talked about the the avocado orchard property and really having to kind of get out into almost the travel lane. Um, on that side. Yeah, I, I still see getting from across that street from that new development as being a, a, a run. Yeah. I mean, and I know that it's a difficult one because there's the light and everything that's in the middle of the street, and and there's kind of that effort already to be there. But and I don't, I don't have a solution. It's just a thought. Yeah, um, yeah, I had some comments on on the architectural style. I guess overall, when I first saw this, I just felt like it didn't really seem to fit in with the area. I, I know we were talking about the Monterey style, which is over in the Parkland Apartments right across the way. Then across Caddy Corner, you do have kind of a more of a kind of your typical suburban Spanish California Taco Bell style going on over there. And then here, this kind of neoclassical, I guess you were calling it, um, there, there's a lot of details that feel, I don't know, a little faux to me. And, and I, just, I just think this particular architectural style would be better served somewhere else that had more context. Here, I really appreciate how you are talking about this becoming a community area, and you could definitely see that um, being something that uh, would be readily used, and, and th there's a need for that here. You know, you think of agricultural areas, like so many people here, we've traveled around, you've been all over the country, you look at some of these older agrarian um, towns and whatnot, and you, you think of what are the kind of areas where or kind of buildings that people would congregate or go to, especially when there's not a lot of amenities nearby, are like barns. Um, and even in some of these places along the roads, you'll see like a barn, and then you'll see a gas station, and then there's a restaurant, like a mom and pops, kind of little spot right there. You could almost see something like that being here, and, and I, I feel like that would be a little more appropriate in, in here again. That would give a nod too to the, like the agricultural community there that is kind of keeps um, we keep carving into that a little bit, um, and so that might be kind of giving a nod nod to that and kind of celebrating that agrarian kind of feel that that you still can find here along Telegraph. Telegraph Avenue as you move in closer towards Santa Paula. Um, that, that's just my two thoughts on that. Um, obviously, if you're looking now. Too long winded. Okay. 
Thank you. Um, but here, if you're talking about just the details on this architecture, like you got those little columns, and in some parts you'll see there that they kind of, you have these columns and then you have these little caps on the top, but they don't connect to anything, these arcs. And the, and the columns also feel too small or they, they should be more robust, have more presence. If you're going to do that, I would personally suggest not even having them. I don't really think they're adding, and I agree with all the comments everyone else said here about maybe kind of simplifying maybe that the architecture over there against car wash has, there's something there about that that's a little more successful. Also, again, the, the, the cornices there and how that it doesn't really look like that whole side of the building just got lasered, cut right there, clean in half. Um, it, it just feels like it's just incomplete. And it, one thing I guess that's kind of nice of that patio, you have that little setback and you go, ooh, cool, like what's going on up there in that upper patio area? And, and I appreciate that you're bringing some plant material. I think that's much needed in there, although some of those plants can make it because you have a stairwell there. Um, but understood, you could still add to that. Those little X's, I'm not really feeling that. Um, the landscape definitely could use, um, there are some medium water plants. I suggest everything be low water. Um, and also avoid a lot of the pink raff. I, I think that's more of a kind of a dative, dated plant. And with this color palette, I think pinks would really kind of clash with that. Um, that pergola, I feel it's a little too dainty. I would like to see something more robust if you're going to have that and even more shade. The paving materials below that, I think there's one too many types of paving going on there. I would simplify that. Really kind of take another look at that patio area to make sure that that's, that you're really um, creating a space that people are going to want to go and hang out. Also, it is a fairly busy road telegraph, right? So how do you, how are you separating that? What what are you buffering? Would you perhaps be better served with a low wall just to kind of feel, you know, as people are going at their freeway speeds, they're almost that you're going to feel um, that that's a comfortable place to be in. Um, that's always a challenge at these busy roads. Also here, I, I we did talk about if this if you're going to have a corner corner market, you know, celebrate the corner. I don't see the corner being being celebrated here. Where's the big sign? You know, you could make it that a different material. You know, it's kind of funny here too. The arcs, you have the arcs on the side, but you have those columns. But where's the connecting uh, recessed arcs there? Um, you know, that should be a sign that and I feel too. That I know you're cutting in your store space, but it would be really make that space if you could create a, like a little small patio area that you could have some tables or chairs and have a signage and different material that really kind of suggests yes this is a corner market you've seen that i don't can't bring up examples right now but you you do see that all over the world and, and that really i think brings people in um again i did have the comment make sure the survey that you're being cognizant of the trees and stuff along the edges. Um, also, the you could argue that there could be decorative paving coming in at the entrances and exits if you really want to, again, make this kind of a, a community area, kind of celebrating that with your materials. 
having good authentic materials, not just doing like stamp concrete, things like that, which you often see in these kind of um, kind of gas station centers, if you will. Many of them just, again, too many faux elements. That's why I bring up the barn, trying to be more authentic, really celebrating that history of the area. And, and I think that would also hold too with the plants. I think more kind of native stuff would be a little more appropriate. Um, but that would be kind of like some of the top things on, on my list I, want, I, want, I wanted to mention. Well, let me see if I can kind of sum this up. And uh, One of our jobs is to try to help you get through this process. So uh, the comments I'm making, I'm trying to make as constructive as I can. Uh, I think your site plan is adequate. I think it does work. Uh, but like Member Kiesel says, basically what you have is a cake with lots of icing on it. I just don't see how the architectural elements enhance, support, or contribute to the overall design at all. I don't understand why this has to be a two-story building. There seems to be ample room on the site to make it all one story. Um, I don't think the design context is appropriate for the area. I've looked at your body of work and uh, I've seen much better than what I see here. In fact, I, I know you can do much better than this. Uh, there was one that had kind of a, an arch, uh, arch, agricultural kind of motif to it. I thought that had some po potential. I can see something that uh, harmonizes with the existing architecture uh, that's adjacent uh, to the site. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't even rule out something very contemporary. We have some really interesting gas stations in this town. I don't know if you've driven down Johnson Boulevard or down Telegraph, but there's two extremely contemporary gas stations uh, that you drive by and you go, wow, does that look neat. Um, I don't care much for that blank wall back there, uh, but if you can go to single story, you wouldn't have that. Uh, if you come back, and I think probably that's gonna be what's gonna happen in terms of emotion, uh, I'd like to see more detailing. I'd like to see a section uh, through some of the buildings where it's appropriate. And I don't quite understand the roof over your car wash. Uh, you're putting an expensive, beautiful tile, tile roof over the car wash and you're hiding it. That roof could be anything. Uh, why a tile roof? Why not metal? Why not asphalt? You're not gonna see it. Uh, but that's, that's a lot of tile that nobody's gonna really uh, be able to pay attention to. So I, I've never seen a detail like that where you put a California tile roof on a building and then you build parapets up to hide it. It doesn't quite make sense to me. So what I would like to see is a motion to have uh, this project come back uh, with a redesign uh, and address the issues that we discussed. Those are my comments. As you know, I can't make the motion, so you, you guys make the motion. Oh, well, if nobody, yeah. You could be nobody. chair for a minute. I can, I can surrender that uh, possibility. <laughs> Let's see if we can get a motion. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I, I think I would make the motion. There were a lot of, I think, comments, detailed comments that um, most of which I generally agree with, I, I wouldn't know how to put those, how to restate those 
um, in, in making a motion. Well, I can't make a motion out of what we said. Do, do you think the architectural context works in the neighborhood? Should it be something different, more appropriate? No, I don't. Okay. You don't think it works? No, I don't think it needs to be something more, air quotes, uh, appropriate. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's clinicas, you know, a few buildings. Right. And that's, you know, this style of architecture. Yes, and a very nice building, too. I mean, my inclination is, is you know, the architect chose to go this path with some rationale, so I would, I personally would respect it. I don't, I don't see the need to go in a different direction in that. You know, my, my issues are around some of the detailing and, and the quality of the materials um, used on it, but I'm not necessarily needing to have them completely revisit. So you think it's adequate or it could be better? You mean it, the design? Yeah, the overall oh, yeah, design. Yeah, it could be better. I, I just need to see more. I need to see um, more of the of the details and and um, you know how the windows work with the you know if you're going to go this style we need to see shadow lines we need to see depth we need to see um, you know what what goes along with you know the Spanish Mediterranean style. but I would necessarily ask them to go wholesale a different approach stylistically so you think I, we could give them enough verbal guidance that they could proceed without coming back here again? I, I would feel comfortable that if we were if we were specific on what we would like to see changed. That's I concur with that. I think that because the site the, the site plan I think is pretty successful and can be successful with the the biggest point that I take from community member Kiesel is like the, the corner and they've already got it cut back. They can they can add to that. They can uh, we, we can give them direction to, to to add to that piece, or maybe get rid of the arches on the main building because it seems like they're useless in in a few of our opinions. Um, I just one point. I don't have a problem with two stories. I have a little bit of an issue of how it abruptly ends on one piece. But as far as two stories, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I don't. It, it, it's a tall two stories, but. Uh, that's okay with me, and I think that the the illusion that there's something behind the the parapet wall on the corner building uh, makes sense to me. I I thought that that was housing up there. Honestly, when I first looked at it, I thought, oh hey, they've got housing on top of a car wash. That's pretty cool. Um, but if it's an office, that's okay. I th I'm okay with the height of that. So I I think that it needs tweaking and it needs maybe another wash. But I don't think it needs to be thrown out and and go back to the drawing board, totally. So do you think we can condition it enough, or would you like to see it come back? No, I think that it should come back. I would like I would like to see. I think that it would be appropriate for us to see the, the changes. Yeah, I just, I, I just not feeling the style. I'm sorry. It just, it just doesn't, I don't see any other style like this in town anywhere. It's, it's just kind of plopped here on the corner of, with a, again, a completely 
it, it's not speaking. Uh, you know, I always, again, feeling, looking at context. I know as architects, you guys want to express yourself and go different directions. I, I could say, you know, something more contemporary might, you know, then you're completely divorcing from the area. But there are other examples in the area. You have the Monterey style, or like I said, that kind of agrarian kind of barn style with like repurposed wood, which also is so nice because it, it, it's a worn material and it's as, as opposed to the kind of cold and in, in unfeeling strip mall stucco Taco Bell style that you see everywhere. I'm just so... Uh, and, and by creating something a little different to you, you are announcing that this is, you know, a special place. This is unique. This is a, you know, a, a place that you could come to and 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 that you'd want to go to and hang out just because the architecture is cool and the landscape's cool. And, and then you get gas and you can wash your car. I mean, you could kind of do it all. That that's my thoughts. I understand. I appreciate what you guys are saying, but that would be my feelings on it. Any additional comments from our planner? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I, I tend to resonate with uh, community member Kiesel on, on that. So resonating with that, you mean that they should basically totally change direction and go to a different style? Yeah. The massing, generally, as I said, I, I, that that still doesn't doesn't uh, concern me too much. But I think the the stylistic uh, comments that committee member Kiesel uh, had said, um, uh, I, th I think there's an opportunity to improve it from that standpoint, especially with the the goal of making this um, you know a unique neighborhood center. I just cannot see dictating their style I, it, it's not mine but I think that in Ventura we, we purpose, purposefully have a, a eclectic style and before that the, the apartments or whatever they are condos on the other corner it was all little ran, um, agricultural buildings I think there's still some agricultural buildings around there so which one which one do you follow and why I just have a hard time uh, trying to dictate style when we don't have that in our ordinances. Yeah, I concur. That's why I would, I generally would give the architect the benefit of the doubt in the direction they're choosing to go. I can only insist on um, quality and, and uh, that they, they approach it from a sensitive point of view to that style. Yeah, and, 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 and approach what the direction that they've taken and then and, and do like another wash on it. And, and like you said, there, there are details about, well, there's, they're calling it neo-renaissance. I'm not sure what that is. But if they take this style and then they take it to the next, next level and they, they have their windows that are, that are pushed back to make, to come into to the style that it is, I would appreciate that more than necessarily coming back with a Le Corbusier building, you know, and uh, and and I don't I don't care what you call it, what what style you call it, because it doesn't really matter to me. But it it the building can be good whether it's neo Renaissance Italian uh, international style or California bungalow, but it 
it, I just don't think that it's at that level yet. So I, 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 I know that I think we're, we're split in this of, of saying to totally switch your style, but I don't think you need to. I think you can, they can, but I don't think they need to. Okay. Uh, what, what recommendations would... Uh, I guess if we are to stick with this style, um, then I think we should provide some specific direction or, or comments or um, you know, requests for study of certain things. Well, let me try something I've never done before. I'm going to surrender the chair to... Uh, Member Tomasito, and, and make a from motion. this point forward, <laughs> right. you will be the chair. Okay. okay. And I'm going to make a motion right. uh, that this project be continued and that the architectural style uh, either be reevaluated or we pr be provided with more detailing uh, so we can get a better understanding of the architectural context. I think you can still make a motion as the chair. It's just preferred that the other members make the motion. Well, the rules say yeah, he, he can make a, nobody's going to make a motion. Make a motion, I can't. And yeah, I, that, that's in our protocols. Okay. Then yeah, so I don't think you need to surrender your chair. <laughs> no, you're supposed to surrender. He's supposed to surrender the chair. Oh. Well, if nobody makes a motion, I can I can make a motion. Oh, okay. Go for it. No one's. So, okay, a so you're making a motion. Making a motion. However. Okay. okay, and you would like to continue the project? Yes. Okay. And evaluate the architectural context. Do you want to do it to a date certain or a date uncertain? Uh, I'd like to get that from the applicant. Okay. Um, maybe I could ask staff, do you have any idea? Uh, are they in a hurry? Uh, or I can open the public hearing up and say, do you want a certain date or an uncertain date? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We do cert, and I I also want to include in that motion that uh, they meet with the uh, East Ventura. Uh, okay. So your beginning of the motion is, and I think if we're going to do it to a date certain, we will need a date certain. So I know we only have two more hearings for the rest of this year, okay. and then next year we will we will. Pre we will. We don't have our meeting calendar schedule yet for next year, so we wouldn't be able to continue it to a date certain in 2024 because we don't have any okay. dates. In December, we're not meeting in December, are we? Yes, we meet are in December. Okay. Uh, would you prefer to meet in November or December? Fifteenth, yeah. Okay, so I have a motion. Uh, in order for it to go forward, we need a second. Okay, but I, what was the rest of your motion? You want to continue it to a date We're certain? Continue it uncertain. To uh, a date certain of December thirteenth. Yes. And you would like them to meet with the evaluate the, the architectural the, context. Uh, and provide more detail. So within that motion, to understand the motion, they could come back with a totally different They could, or they totally could come different back building. with this with more details and after they reevaluate it. Okay, so we had some things where they even 
had a corner where it was opened up so the site plan could even change. I mean, I, I'm assuming it won't, but uh, it could. And, it's pretty open-ended. Okay, it's a really open-ended... I think it is. Okay. Uh, they could come back with something different. They can come back and say we reevaluate it and we want to go with what we have. And, and we're not giving them any direction on which way to go? No, but I think they've heard what we've had to say. Okay. And they can take that into account. And you can also watch the video online. Good luck. <laughs> okay, so do I get a second on um, Chair Antleman's motion? I'll second it. Okay, Member Cormain? No. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Uh, yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. Chair Antleman? Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. Okay, the, uh, before we... Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, before we adjourn, is there anything staff needs to report? Nothing at this time, thank you. Okay. Uh, we're adjourning. We're adjourning. Meeting's adjourned. Oh, I did not think that that was going to take so long. Did we do staff communication and close the hearing? Huh? Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> you.